Hello and welcome back to your favourite podcast, Is This, this it? it? Hosted by your favourite sisters, Rahel and Sophia. We also have a YouTube channel called Fahey Sophia, so if you'd like to see more of us, head over there. You've been listening to Is This It? Hosted by Fahey and Sophia. If you'd like to see more of us, go to our YouTube and check out our socials. And over here and Sophia. Today's podcast is about how we measure our success. And I think so. Let me start. Yeah, you can start. And it might sound like, I don't know if it sounds shallow. It's not actually, it's what I'm it's not shallow. My brain's been trained to think. Your brain, but, okay. <laughs> it shows what you are, but okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I measure my success by like how much money I have. Like, yeah. you know, because obviously you work your whole life so you could be financially secure in the future. Yeah. So you could like travel and like not ever worry about money mm. and like know that you have your own property. Even have multiple properties, like, yeah. for investment. Just be, like, comfortable. So, um, I, I think I will know that I'm successful when I'm comfortable. Like, I don't need, like, billions and millions, but just be, like, comfortable. With money. Like, don't have to worry about, like... Yeah. And have, like, a, like, good amount of disposable income. Okay. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I, I, after I pay for everything, I will always love to have, like, a good amount of disposable income, because... <laughs> When my age, I'm getting a more of a expensive taste. And I have to, you know, I, I don't want to rely on no man. I want to be my own sugar daddy. Yeah. So. I think before we um, elaborate on why and how you've come to that conclusion, I want to say my side and then we bring it back and start building. If she says ideas. something heartfelt, yeah, uh-huh. I don't claim her. <laughs> then she does. I link my success with, okay, I link my success with happiness. <laughs> But obviously, um, obviously, if I'm financially secure, I'm yeah. gonna be happy. Wait, what did it? What's that, Ariana? Uh, money does No, who said? Whoever said that money couldn't solve everything? Probably don't have enough money to solve it. Yeah, basically. Um, obviously, I want to put money before. I mean, happiness before money. But how can I have my happiness without yeah. my money? That's what I'm saying. That's why it's it's intertwined. They come. As an exclusive pair, so I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I'm like some Gandhi person. Apparently, Gandhi's not a good person. Yeah. And I'm not like, you know, um, Gandhi or whatever. And I can say like, oh my god, money, yeah, money must that. I'm rich from the heart and the soul. Because obviously, we live in a capitalist society. We can't deny that. Yes. And everything that we, everything to do with success is quantified. So, if when you're in the education system, it's like, oh, if you don't finish your education, you're gonna be working so and so. It's like the idea that if you're in a lower wage bracket, you're not going to be happy. So you better start working now. So it's like, how can we say that money doesn't um, co- uh, equate to happiness? Yeah, when our, yeah. yeah, yeah how can we say money does not equate to happiness when our whole life we've been told that um, you're not going to earn respect if you don't have this so-and-so amount of money? You're not going to um, be happy if you don't sit in a house. That you, How did you get it? with money and you're not gonna be happy if you can't and um, provide for your family or even your parents so it's like how can i yeah, say in the society we live in like in england very classist so exactly so how can i say that i quantify success with only happiness and that's it and not say that money doesn't equate to my happiness when i've lived in a society that's told yeah me. when i'm <laughs> yeah when i say money yeah 
said somebody when I'm saying and I I was measure my success with like how much money I have. Yeah. In my head, in my head is happiness is with it. Because if, yeah, exactly. if I have like like loads of disposable income and I have like a splash out like designer bags and stuff, yeah, I'm happy. Exactly. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I'm gonna be happy. And obviously, there's like other things in life that you want to do, like travel and make sure your family, like your parents, our mom, for example, yeah. has something to fall back on, and she just hasn't worked her whole life, you know. And what else was I gonna? It's just like I don't know. Is it the world that we're living in now? But I can't blame it on influences alone because, like I said before, our education system tells me all the time that if I don't get this degree, if I don't go to the next stage of Where's my voice? <clears throat> if I don't go to the next stage of education, like past sixteen, that I'm not gonna get this job that's gonna give me all this money and all this happiness. Yeah, I, I was gonna just say when you're younger, for some reason I used to think like I'll be like a housewife. So like, okay, okay. Do you know? Because that's how I don't know how. Like you're being prepared, you know, to be a housewife because you be taught how to clean, how to cook, and thingy. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Okay, then. But then, like as I got older, I realized I don't want like I want to have my like money, yeah. and I want to be like equal, and I want to like work for what I have. I don't want to just be at home like taking care of the kids. Like obviously, I want kids, but I don't want my whole life to be just taking care of my kids. Yeah. I want to have like because obviously. My goals, I had my goals before, like, before you have kids. You yeah. have goals before you have kids. So I don't see, like, the point of stopping your goals for your kids. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you stop your goals for your kids, you're going to be, like, unhappy, unhappy and resentful. Yeah. And then, obviously, you're not going to raise your kids until they're, like, in their grave. Yeah. Like, until that they're old and in their 50s. You, technically, you only need to raise your kids. In England, it's, like... 18 yeah 18 or like basically um, I would class it as like 16 yeah because like 17, 18 they could start working but legally 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 you have to 18. morally it may be 16, 16 well legally it's 18. 18 but like you know what I mean yeah, yeah, I understand so what you mean. I want, I know, I, I would want because I've seen my mum work hard, so that means you want to work. That's hard, what I'm so. saying. That's why I was shocked. Like, I'm not um, putting down anyone who wants to be a housewife or just look after. But me and you, because that is a hard career. I was gonna say, but me and you were different because I'm the oldest sister. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you and I have had the same. But I started as a young, like really young age. Mm. I didn't even hit double digits when I was then cooking and stuff. Nothing. Yeah, so like my, uh, I think I started. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like so really, you have to admit the pressure for me and you. It's always been different. Yeah, because I'm Obviously, the older sister. Like everything you do will always follow me. No, no. Even if you look at in like you and I when we were growing up. Yeah. Um, we were raised differently from the boys, but differently from each other. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I agree with that too. Yeah. Because and the boys are like were here, and then you were there, and me there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I don't blame it. It's like you always put like because I'm the oldest. It's always yeah. gonna be me. And so then I, I, don't, I don't resent anyone for that. Cause yeah, and I also followed you as well. So if you didn't, and then and I think that's psychological because I feel like I would do that to my kids as well. I would treat the oldest one different from yeah. the oldest. I think Hoya did that because like and um, Hoya taught you everything in the hopes that you were gonna teach me and you did. And I think it's because um, I'm more of a like independent person. Yeah. Like I I don't like I don't like. But I think you made me dependent on you. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I literally um, give you the benefit of doubt of everything. Yeah, and but then at the same time, you, you, you've, you taught well. me, yeah, you've taught me a lot. And, and you make sure that like, I'm guiding I know. you into the person you are. Slow down, slow down. Just a couple of life hacks. <laughs> slow down. No, but like... Um, no, but like, I feel like, I don't know. Working maybe from a young age. Yeah. And like, obviously you've got to stick to your education, but like... Oh, who would know? Maybe if yeah, you drop that, drop that with you. Because cause you've seen some of the examples in, the, in in our family. Yeah. But I carried it on for you, so... Because I think maybe... Yeah, you'll I, never know. Maybe... Yeah, look, I, I... What's it called? I just um, what's it, set a few, blueprint. like, blueprints yeah. and you took some of them. But um, what was I going to say? I feel like... This is um, kind of swaying from the whole success story. But, I feel um, like it's in a general thing. Yeah, I feel like I've always been, like, a tomboy and stuff like that. I've been... I feel like I've been hard because I feel like I... Yeah, because I definitely used to play it out and stuff. Yeah, and I, do I used to play stuff. Out. I used to play out with you guys. I used to, I used to be tomboy as like half. Mm. Actually, I was as well. Yeah. But I think you had the more uh, what's it called privilege of being like, you could do like more. You could play more. Why? Why didn't you have that privilege? No, like, uh, like, no, like like the older sibling like. Um, no, thing. but I would always have to do cleaning and stuff. But I would take. I, I was taking care of. Like, I was helping Holly take care of like the baby. Yeah. Obviously, I thought. Oh. I, I don't know. And I'm born also at ninety eight, and the older. I think because I'm more. Um, maybe I matured fast. There's a whole six year age gap, so I don't. Mm, yeah. Six and then. But me personally, I think I matured faster. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, I feel like I was mature from a very young age. Yeah, I was not mature. Yeah, crying every other day, man. Oh, the rap. So me, I feel like personally, I've had like the mentality. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that away from you because that's hundred percent true. And so I feel like, but everything that I've um, like maturing older made me like. And then I used to see, I, I saw, like, the financial stuff earlier as well. Hmm. So maybe that's why my, that's my, I think that's where my successful money came from. Yeah. Because I, I was, like, more and um, exposed to stuff at a younger age. Yeah. So it made me, like, that's why I'm so, um, what's it called? Um, what's it called when you... Stingy. Yeah, so stingy. I think that's why I'm so stingy as well. Cause I, stingy I in negative words. They have negative connotations. No, not stingy in a bad way. Yeah, not a budgeter. Yeah, budgeter. That's why I'm, that's why I'm good at budgeting, and that's why I'm good at and spending my money, yeah. and I'm good at saving. Yeah. And I was given financial. That's what you should do with your kids. And my mom gave me um, financial like with the cards and like money at oh, a young okay. age. Financial control. Yeah, financial control. That's what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, financial control of like the money mm-hmm. at a young age. Like my mom would teach me how to like buy stuff so I was never like done with my money oh, yeah, and I never true. had like how much is, how much change I knew that from a young age yeah, yeah, yeah. even me I was with you on that one yeah I think she, my mom did that with and, like the oldest ones yeah who were more like we would go in pairs so the two older brothers they would sometimes go shopping and deal with all the bank stuff yeah and then sometimes we'd go yeah, we had bikes. Yeah, we'd go on pairs. Yeah, and the shops were near our house. Yeah. So yeah, I think you should do that with your kids. Yeah, make sure you have like young kids now. Get them comfortable with money at a young age. Yeah. Even if it's like. No, it's not uncomfortable with money. Like telling them, oh, like no, buy this. Like making them materialistic. No, make them know sh- like how to spend. Yeah. Their, how to stretch their um, their what's it called their budget money. And also like know how much money is like what money is. In it, yeah. Some people just look at money like it's nothing. And that, yeah, like, teach them the value Do you think there's some negatives to that? Like, I don't want to be 
can we call that like I feel like boys I'm just gonna I'm not calling out anyone but I feel like boys they like act like oh I should do this and they sway into like negative things in life yeah because they think like money's the only way and really? because they see like oh my my single mom has been paying this off and doing this off they th- they feel like they are not well off and then it kind of makes them more prone to negative things in life because oh, some like some kids are not as strong as you are or like I don't know I don't want to toot my own horn but like as strong as we are because when we see like certain like financial difficulties we say like oh how are we going to get to the next step but obviously in like a halal and more like normal mm-hmm, way yeah. but like some kids they might like be lured into other things you don't know and, uh, but I was going to say like even though I was I was like exposed to like finance and stuff at a young age me personally, I never felt like... Um, yeah, because we saw the pros and cons. Yeah, I never, because... But never some people felt just like, digest the cons. No, I was going to say, I've never felt like I, I didn't have enough money. Hmm. Uh, like, because we always used to get everything we wanted. Hmm. And that's with budgeting. You could get everything yeah. you want with budgeting. Yeah. Knowing. But yeah. you, like, I feel like there's and a now, con. Yeah, and now I'm like a discount queen. Like, I can find a bargain from anywhere. Yeah. But I feel like we should also look at the cons because some people digest it in a different way. And they'll think that they're, like, oh, poor or something when then it's just not clever with their money. Yeah. And it's they, the way that, like, they see it. It's, like, yeah. personal. Some people see, like, if I can't be reckless with my money every other week, I'm poor. Yeah, like, you have to be um, realistic in what you want. Yeah. Like, I'm realistic in what I want. Yeah. I don't go above my means. Yeah. Like, um, I know what I could and buy and what I can't buy. And yeah. I, that's and why I feel even like if so I can't, I should save up. Exactly. That's why I feel like some parents shelter their kids yeah. and don't want them to, like, uh, buy stuff and do this and do that. They just make sure that they like, buy it for them. And they wouldn't give them more financial freedoms because they don't want them to, like, see, like, all the pros and cons that come with money. They just want them to, like, be kind of sheltered from that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And everyone's different at the end of the day. You've been listening to Is This It? Hosted by Farhia and Sophia. If you'd like to see more of us, go to our YouTube and check out our socials. And Farhia and Sophia. We've also been watching, was it Channel 4 or something? The skin when oh, uh, rich five. people go to yeah, Channel Five. Yeah. Or rich people yeah, go I, to. Do you not? Know, oh, yeah. One thing I don't agree with that show. It's like. Oh wait. Okay. Explain the show first. Uh, it's a basically rich. Is it rich um, people? Go so skin. Something, something about good skin. Yeah. And the skin. If your skin means like and um, poor and like yeah, living off benefits and stuff like that. That's what the show's about. Like, yeah, yeah. Most people have And then rich is obviously... You know, like, to, it's always top 2% or 1%. Mm. But um, the whole, like, that's the whole premise of the show. The concept show. is that the rich yeah. person goes to the poor, poor person's, person's house. house and yeah. experiences their life as a poor person. Mm. But one thing, and I don't agree with that show, is they make the rich person feel bad for buying stuff. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's their money. They can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and okay... Everyone's like, like they'd be like, how much do you have disposable income? They're like, 1,000. 1,000. I wish it was expensive thing. Wow, you spend that. But like... It's like, you don't know, I, I might have been having a good month that... Yeah, but like, you can't then, you can't shame somebody for spending money. Because yeah. if you were in that situation, you would spend money like that as well. Yeah, they would definitely would. Because and there was a specific episode where it was an Asian girl going to an Asian family's house. And he and was the Asian guy, yeah, he, so It's as if he were, she went into his pocket and took his money. And then, yeah, and he was saying, oh, you'd go on holiday. Oh, and then she's like, how much you spend? 5,000. She's like, 5,000 and minus, like, the hotel and the ticket expense. 5,000? What are you doing with 5,000? It's like, 
how can you make someone feel bad? It's it's just, it looked like they wanted her to give her money. Yeah. And, uh, but she was such a nice girl as well. She yeah. wasn't, like, very... The people I've seen in the episodes, they're not very, like, in their head rich. Yeah, they kind of know. They're, they're kind of rounded rich. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, crazy. But, um... And since you were talking about being housewife, when we were making notes for this podcast, yeah. we noticed that... We didn't even notice it, like, until I said it, we didn't notice, but none of us said, like, success is going to be having a family. Because some people do say, like, and I'll, I feel successful in life if I have three kids. They give themselves, a, like, amount because they want yeah. if I have four kids and stuff like that. So it's like, if I have a husband before a certain age. Yeah, no. Maybe yeah. when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, this man, you can't hear that, I want anything. But, like, I, I do not, as I've grown up, mm. I realised that goals, they Because I'm connected to you, 
and our goals uh, are the same. Yeah. It's just like. I was yeah, just going to say what this little fight is for me as well. Like, I never want to work in an office. But, um, when I was like, um, first, when I was like, um, say, like when, I, when I was in uni, like in first year, like, and I did like, I was doing a cleaning job and I was in an office. Oh. And seeing the structure of the office, well, like, that depressed me. That depressed me. That depressed me so much and I, I, I from that day yeah, when I was in the office cleaning it I was like I never want to work in the office yeah I could see all the people I could see the, the people I don't know I could feel like on the desk they had the whole they had the whole like Snacks. they had everything like placed perfectly and it, it looked too comfortable yeah. that, it just made me feel uncomfortable how comfortable that was yeah and it was, I, I could never do that I also felt that too it's too gloomy yeah it looked too, the desk looked too personal I'm too comfortable. That was like no, 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 no. And on top of that, I don't know why when I was working that or like like sometimes you know like do you associate colors with certain things? Yeah. When I was working there, all I could see was gray. Mm-hmm. I swear it was like I was in a black and white movie. When I think back onto it, I just see the gray. Yeah, it was gray. I, I don't even remember any colors. Yeah. The only light they had in there was a big fish tank. Mm. But like other than that, it looks so like. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know why I do that in life. I mm-hmm. see colors in certain things, and when I was working there, all I could see was gray. And then. I will see them and they're just wearing like a shirt and a tie and it's like oh my god I can't open never book yeah and, but that's what stuck out to me on that thread I wish I um, bookmarked it so I could just elaborate yeah that, when you said that it triggered my <laughs> why I remembered why I don't it just looked too comfortable it's too I'm more of a creative person you know um, and I'm more visual and stuff and I like to like do stuff creatively so and I have like for me yeah, I have more control yeah, if that makes for sense for me personally an office atmosphere would not do for me yeah even though I did study law but apparently you could do so much with law so like and uh, you could be my law lawyer <laughs> 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 yeah and just uh, like um I don't, I don't want to be a one trick pony I don't want to put myself in one box and be like okay today I'm gonna be I'm uh, like working in this office for like until I retire yeah now I wanted to have multiple businesses You've been listening to Is This It? Hosted by Farhia and Sophia. If you'd like to see more of us, go to our YouTube and check out our socials. And over here and Sophia. Do you think um, you've, you've been influenced by, like, influencers? No, I feel like oh, this me is like- and I've always taken the creative side. I've never done, like, my um, pathways through college, through uni and stuff has never been, like... It, like he can work in an office with like fashion or something, but yeah. I feel like I'm, I've never been drawn to the office and office life. Yeah, yeah. But you, you're different because I don't. You did more of academic stuff. Wait, let me let me just search up one word. I'm gonna. Oh, she getting a big word. One word of the day. I, I just had to research this one. I was going to say I'm more of a philosophical, philosophical person. Yeah. And it's because, like, obviously I did law, but I did law with sociology. And I've always liked um, English lit and stuff like that. Stuff that I have to analyse and see new meanings. Yeah. And with sociology, it's like, obviously, we're looking at society. Yeah. And it's trying to understand why certain people grow up this way or certain communities grow up this way or stuff like that. So I feel like I'm more of an analytical person. And it's because... I don't know, it's kind of because I'm searching for, like, there's more to the... Like, even Islam is like that too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of showing you, like, there's more to life than what you see. You understand? Yeah. So, so I feel like, obviously, I have my creative side, but I also have my, um, like, more... I'm devoted to, like, making sure that I know more to life than what it, I get. 
Does that make sense? Because I always feel like and um, what we get at face value is not enough. But I feel like you're the same as me, as in like you're more creative. I feel like you would not be satisfied with a nine to five and yeah, go yeah. to the same office and That's like, what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I'm linking, linking my philosophical side to a nine to five. It would give me just face value, it wouldn't give me more, if yeah. that makes sense. So I, I feel like I'm more like I like to look into the depths of things instead mm-hmm. of just looking at just the face value yeah. so even though I've been drawn to more subjects like law what else did I do Sociology, communication English. communication like and then English, English history sociology yeah. it's like it's very textbook and there's like a lot of reading and stuff but if you look into it there's a lot of analytical stuff yeah. behind it it just I feel like that's who I am as a person I analyse a lot you know, because <laughs> I could tell you one thing, yeah, and you want to know that. The yeah, exactly. There you go. Even you know? simple things. I can't. I don't know why. Uh, she's the kind of person, I'm like, oh my God, look at this funny thing. And she'll take it off and throw it off me and she'll have it for like Yeah, hours. and I would have to find it. Like, what is it? I was like, why are you so invested in it? It's not that big of a deal. Just watch it and laugh. <laughs> and yeah, the phone. I legit have to analyse everything. I don't know what it is, like, if it's a well, personality trait. Yeah. Even like... If someone tells me this happened, I'm like, that does not make sense. That sounds like a conspiracy uh, theory. There has anyone, to be more to it. Is, any, is anyone's good with star signs yet? She's an Aquarius. Apparently it's Haram. Okay, but she, <laughs> she, she's Aquarius. Uh, and Sax. I think Aquarius rising and something. I don't know. The one that starts with S. Saturn, not Saturn. That's a planet. And oh, is it, it's like a, that sneaky thing, that spider thing. And... Let me let me find it. What is it? Wait, let's put it out there so people can know and analyze me. Arcturus and Sagittarius. Sagittarius, yeah, Sagittarius. Yeah, Sagittarius and Moon. Yeah. So do what you will with that information. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've learned. That's why um obviously a nine to five is not the worst. Well, uh, I'm not trying to downplay people who... Do, uh, I know, I'm not that... I'm saying, personally, it's not for me. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, a 9 to 5 is bad, but I'm just saying I will not be satisfied with a 9 Yeah, to that's five. what I'm saying. Because that's not how my so mind works. I can't t- take stuff for face value. I can't have someone telling me, oh, this is your itinerary for today, and yes. that's it. I have to be like, why is that my itinerary for today, and what's this going to do, and blah, blah, blah. And do you know what, in office jobs... And office jobs, I feel like um, it's like mechanical. So if I do one thing, I'm sending it over to you and so on. I need to see the end product. I need to see every single bit of the process. Mm. I can't have someone doing... So for me, like if I was doing like my fashion, I have those... Like somebody could give me a brief, but at the end of the day, I have the end product. Yeah, it's just that I don't like the idea of um, half doing a project and I have to send it to someone else and the other department send it to someone and I never see that end product mm-hmm. or if I see that end product I'm like how did you get to that end product mm-hmm. St- stuff like that would just send me off mm-hmm. so it's just like crazy things like that yeah and I'm yeah. still I, I recently learned that I'm a philosophical person like at the age of 22 I learned that I'm philosophical because I used to think like why don't I like even um it was like k-pop and stuff like that when I listen to it I'm like I have to fucking I have to know the lyrics I'm like why did they use that I was just like, <laughs> calm down. Just, you're supposed to be a passive consumer. What's the meaning, meaning of that in video? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or even like, um, just like normal Netflix series. I'm like, I just have to know everything. It's a bit psychotic. For me, that only happens once in a while. If I see something that's, that pro- that intrigues me a lot, yeah. I will search it. But like, most of the times, I'm like laid back with it. Yeah. Even like with um, like our podcast set up and stuff like that, I have to know like ways that I can utilise what I've got and how like I can do the best. 
And even with, like, with our YouTube and the visuals, I'm like, how do people get the, these nice thumbnails and stuff like that? And I'm always trying to find the cheap ways of things. And yeah, me, I always do that as well when I'm editing. I, I look at videos of people doing stuff. Yeah. But me, and the only thing I'm worried about is, like, if I'm watching something, I have to sometimes know the ending. Uh, I can, no. No, sometimes. Well, can, you and I are completely different there. Sometimes I'm watching like a movie and I'm like, I know where this is going now. I'm just going to Wikipedia the plot. And no, I just I read it the last I, bit. I was that. like, I knew that bitch is going to die anyway. I hate that. Ooh, I hate that. I, I can't. And if I'm watching the K drama, so I go on the. So there's one I really like and they do um, recaps. And I just look oh, at the recaps. Oh, the. Even if I watch episode. No, I can't do that. No, no I don't like that. Ooh. Makes me feel sick. Basically, she likes spoilers. What kind of psycho? But it depends. Not always, but most of the time. I have to do it myself. I don't like people spoiling it for me. I will have to spoil it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, is this going to be kind of an ending bit? Do you think? I don't know how long we'll be recording. Okay. Do you know when you come to... Let's just conclude. When you come to the age of retirement, like, what's... Yeah, you were saying... She was saying some people want to retire early. And I was like, what's early? If it was like 30. Yeah, Okay, we're not going to talk about all these flexing, flex, flex. 
Okay. Um, we're just going to end it here then. And uh, as always, make sure to check out our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for Visual Podcast. And uh, yeah, make sure you come back. And we upload maybe, hopefully, every, every Monday. Monday. Every make sure Monday! To rate our podcast on Apple. And if you can rate it on Spotify, I think you can. Do that too. And, and this is our new colour. And this is our new colour. And these are thumbs up on YouTube and everything. So yeah, I'll see you And next check out time. our YouTube videos as well, our daily YouTube videos. Yeah, I'll see you next time. Adios. Adios. <laughs> You've been listening to Is This It? Hosted by Farhia and Sophia. If you'd like to see more of us, go to our YouTube and check out our socials. And over here and Sophia.